Welcome to Chasing Ballgame, the newest and most innovative sports podcast that hit the airwaves in decades. My name is Jimmy Brown, and I will be your host for the first ever Chasing Ballgame podcast. I'm going to kick things off by telling you exactly what Chasing Ballgame is all about, how it's going to start a new revolution in the way we see and digest sports information. Now, this includes everything from just being a sports fan to betting on sports to sports fantasy, uh, football, you name it. I'm going to have that information right here. And then, of course, after I explain that to you, I'm going to dive into previews, predictions, picks against the spread for week one in the NFL. This show is for sports fans as well as for people who love to bet on sports. I'm going to have everything all in one place just for you. So I'm not going to waste any time. I'm going to get things started by explaining exactly what Chasing Ball Game is. Well, this podcast derived from the idea that we are all sports fans, right? That's why you're listening to the show. And therefore... We love to get as much information as possible about our teams and our favorite sport, especially now that the NFL is kicking off. With a new media age, and more importantly to me at least, with a new social media site that are really dominating the information highway, really that's where everybody is going for the information, it's easier than ever to get all the information you need on your favorite team and or sport. But how do you know it's the right information? Right? How do you know? More importantly, is it accurate information? I found that the most knowledgeable people when it comes to certain sports teams are the fans, right? I mean, it makes sense if you think about it. They know everything about their team inside and out. They're the first one to get the news because their ear is literally to the team's locker room. I mean, they know what's going on. To me, this is where chasing ball game comes into play, right? I wanted to find an army, if you will, of chasers. Chasers are people that follow their sports, their team so closely that they can share information on a minute's notice. It's kind of like storm chasers, right? You've seen those crazy people. They chase tornadoes. They report on the tornado, whether it's the damage, whether where it went. They know everything they need to know about the situation. Same with sports teams, really. And here's the best part. If you like your team, you have information, or if you just want to talk about your team, I'm going to feature you right on the show. The show is about you, the chaser, the sports fan, and the information. It's all about information. So if you like your team, you have information, I'm going to give you some quality airtime. I'm going to make sure to crown, if you would, a few official chasers who will be the, the guys or gals that I go to every week to get information on college and pro sports. So if you think you have what it takes, you want to be a chaser, or you just want to share information on your favorite team that I could mention on the show, make sure to follow me at Chasing Ball Game on Twitter or Send me an email, chasingballgame at gmail.com. But now we got that out of the way. Let's talk about the show and what I'm going to feature today. I'm going to kick it off with a segment I like to call The Real Headline. Look, it's really simple. There's so many things that go on. It's easy to get caught up in stuff that really doesn't matter. For example, the Patriots just played the Steelers the other day. What's everybody talking about? They're not talking about the win. They're not talking about the loss. They're not talking about Tom Brady. They're talking about the new quote-unquote scandal. Involving the Patriots. Look, if you don't know what this is all about, it's real simple. Early in the first half, for most of the first half, the Steelers' headsets weren't working. In fact, at at one point or another, they were getting the feed from the local radio Patriots broadcast. So there was obviously problems. They couldn't communicate with their offensive coaches, um, the offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. A big, big problem. Now, because of the Patriots' history, this, of course, is a huge story. But I'm telling you right now, it's a huge story you should ignore. Okay, so what is the real headline? The real headline is that the Steelers' defense looked awful. 
The Steelers, they were confused. They had missed assignments. Now you got to remember, Dick LeBeau is gone, right? He's with the Titans. So this is a new defensive coordinator. It's not a new defense per se, but they're handling it in a different way, and they're struggling with that, at least in game one. The Steelers' defense was powerless. They couldn't stop the short passing game, especially. Tom Brady killed them. 20 of 24 passes, thrown 10 yards or fewer downfield for 172 yards, which, oh, by the way, included all four touchdowns. If you're trying to predict who's going to win a football game, or more importantly, if you're betting on a football game, you don't care about the scandal. You want to know what will make a difference in the future, and that's the Steelers' defense right now. And that brings me to my next point. It's important to do your homework on games that have been completed. Usually what will happen is people will bet on games, or if you're a fantasy football uh, fanatic, you will see a game, you'll watch a game, you know the outcome, and then you, you forget about it. You don't pay any attention to it. That's a mistake. Okay, you have to do your homework, and if you don't want to do it, guess what? This is where I come in. I got you. I'm going to do a segment. It's called Breaking Down the Box Score. This segment, what I'm going to do basically is take a game that's already been completed, take some nuggets out of it, some valuable information, give it to you. This information is going to help you pick teams who will win and or lose in the future, and it just kind of gives you an overview of the game. For example... Let's go back. Steelers-Patriots, right? I talked about the Steelers' defense, but look, Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski is a beast. A lot of defenses were going to look bad against those two. So what else did I pick from that game? What else did I notice when I broke down the box score? Well, in breaking down the box score for this show, I'm going to talk about Cody Wallace. Do you know who Cody Wallace is? You should. He's the player that took over for Pouncey, who was injured for the Steelers. Whenever the Steelers had a pass, he was awful. How awful do you say? Well, he surrendered four pressures to include one sack, one hit, and two hurries to four different New England defenders when the Steelers tried to pass, which means he couldn't block anyone. This guy's supposed to be in the middle of this offense. He's supposed to be a quote-unquote anchor of this offense, and he's having problems. That's something that needs to be fixed with the Steelers, and it needs to be fixed right away. But in the future, when you tune in, I'm going to break down games on a regular basis. I'm going to try to reveal some great information so you can watch and maybe even get an edge in future games. I'm also going to uncover some great betting trends because I love to bet on the NFL. Uh, so I look for trends. I look for systems. I'm going to feature those whenever I find them. And I have a good one for this show. In fact, I think it's a great one. Check this one out. NFL teams in week one of the regular season at home who have won seven or eight games, including the playoffs at home last season, are just 26 and 38 and one against the spread. Who are those two teams for week one? How about the Arizona Cardinals, the Denver Broncos? So what is this trend all about? I just don't give trends. I break them down a little bit. This is all about perception. The line is actually inflated towards a team that did great the year before. So you got to remember, these teams, Arizona Cardinals had a great year last year. Of course, Carson Palmer got injured. We all remember that, but they were a very good team. Denver Broncos also a good team. So what happens is in the following season, people who bet or pick teams just assume they will be good again. But be careful when you bet or pick games based on last year's results in week one because you could be in for a big surprise. But okay, now that we got all that out of the way, here is the moment you've been waiting for. Let's get into the big peak picks for week one in the NFL. Today's pick segment is brought to you by betonline.ag. Sign up with betonline.ag today and score a 75% bonus to use on this week's loaded betting board. Simply use the promo code COST75, that's C-O-S-T-75. 
75 and up to $1,000 worth of sportsbook bonuses will be added into your bankroll instantly. All of my picks here are going to feature current point spreads that I will get from betonline.ag. So sign up today, use that promo code COST75, get a 75% bonus, instantly boost your bankroll, and get ready to bet on the NFL. So as you guys may have figured out, I like to bet on football, so all of my picks will not only be straight up, but I'm going to mention the spread. I'll talk about the spread. But I want to hear from you guys, whether you've never bet on football before and you're interested, or you're a professional and you think you know what you're doing, or you're a true degenerate that likes to bet on anything from squash to women's lacrosse. Hit me up on Twitter. I want to hear from you, at Chasing Ball Game, as I mentioned. But let's get to the games. I have five picks. I'm going to give out five picks every week. Here they go. I'm going to start off with the Chicago Bears plus seven. Look, right now you can get this plus seven. Truth be told, I think it comes back under that number before uh, kickoff. But stop thinking about last year. The Bears made the biggest improvement in the offseason from a coaching standpoint as far as I'm concerned. They got John Fox. He went out and grabbed some great talent. How about offensive coordinator uh, Adam Gase, defensive coordinator Vic Fangio? The public is pounding the Packers. How about this? 84% of the public betting numbers coming in are on the Packers. That's the highest amount in any team in week one. Without looking at another thing that would give me enough reason to fade the Packers, but there's more. The Bears are going to be improved. Look, nobody's talking about the Bears. Jay Cutler, everybody thinks he's done, but he'll be great in this offense. It's an offense that suits him. It focuses more on the running back. This defense will be vastly improved. Packers, by the way, 2-6-1 and one against the spread in the last nine games in September. They start off slow. We know about the injuries they have. Take the points. Take the Bears as my first pick. My second pick, get ready for this. The Buffalo Bills plus 2.5. Get ready for this term because you're going to hear it a lot. It's called the lying line. Look, if it looks too good to be true in the NFL, it is. And think about this. You can get the Indianapolis Colts, one of the best teams in the NFL, one of the teams that people are picking to win the Super Bowl, and all they have to do is beat the Buffalo Bills by three points. The Buffalo Bills with Tyrod Taylor as their quarterback, and all they got to do is win by three points. Oh, my goodness. Who's running to the betting window to get on this game? Who is? You're making a mistake. Listen to me. The Bills have a very, very strong defense. And now that we know LaShawn McCoy is going to play, they have a healthy lineup. They're going to be able to run the ball. You can rest assured that the Bills will be able to control the time of possession, which limits possessions for Andrew Luck. Look, if you want to beat Andrew Luck, you have to do one of two things. You either have to sack him a lot or you have to keep him off the field. Guess what? The Bills can do both. The Colts have rookies on defense. They'll take some time to gel. T.Y. Hilton's not healthy. Robert Mathis is old. This spells nothing but an upset in the making. Do you hear me, Bills Mafia? Get ready because you're going to be celebrating in the streets this week. The Bills are 8-2 against spread in the last 10 games in week one and 4-1 and against spread in their last five against the AFC. The Bills are going to pull off the upset. They're going to beat the Colts in week one. They're going to go bananas for Rex Ryan in Buffalo. Take the Bills to win this game. All right, for my third pick, I'm going to take another team, the Jacksonville Jaguars, to surprise. They're getting two and a half, maybe three points. I see that at better line. Go get it. The Panthers took a big hit on offense and defense with preseason injuries. The most notable, of course, Kelvin Benjamin. You're going to hear about that a lot. Devin Funches is supposed to take over. He's banged up, too. Not many people realize that the Jacks had a pretty good defense a year ago. And now, with a vastly improved offense, the defense will be even better because here's what happened. The defense could never get off the field. They couldn't get off the field. So what would happen 
is that the defense will get tired, they get beat up, but now this offense is better. And Blake Bortles will be better, but perhaps more importantly, T.J. Yeldon. Welcome him to the backfield, everybody. Rookie of the year. You can, look, mark this tape down. Rookie of the year, T.J. TJ Yeldon. Take that point right there. That's a good one. He could be one of the better running backs in the league. I think he gets rookie of the year, and he will open up this field dramatically for Blake Bortles, who's going to have a ton of weapons. I know Julian Thomas is not, Julius Thomas is not healthy. He'll be back. But I'm telling you, this offense will be ready to go in week one. Panthers, 1-5 against the spread in their last six games in week one. They do not prepare well early. They've had too many injuries to get things situated. They had the, the contract issues they were working out with Luke Keekley. They weren't focusing on football. It's going to be very evident in week one. You're looking for another upset. You got it. How about Jacksonville beating Carolina outright? So, so far, I've given you Jacksonville to win outright. The Bills to win outright. The Bears aren't going to win, but they're going to keep it close. Take that number, and guess what? One more upset for you. How about the Oakland Raiders plus three points over the Cincinnati Bengals? Now listen, speaking of surprise teams, we got one. How about the silver and black? Okay. They just acquired Alden Smith. Now he's going to make his appearance in this game. We don't know how deep he's going to play, but he's going to be awesome. Now, of course, he'll get suspended eventually, and they're going to lose him. But in the meantime, they're going to be awesome. On offense, we already know Derek Carr's playing well. They got Amari Cooper's. Everybody's fired up about this. The Raiders have won six straight and 14 of 15 overall home meetings with the Bengals. What's that tell you? Now, we know the Raiders haven't been a very good team. We don't know when all those games have dated back. So what does that tell you? Well, that tells me the Bengals don't travel well. In week one, they're already going to the West Coast. Oh, by the way, the Bengals have looked awful in the postseason. Their defense hasn't looked good. Andy Dalton has been atrocious. So now you think there's going to be a magic wand that is waved over this team and all of a sudden they play well? Forget it. They've looked awful. Home team 5-1 and one against the spread in the last six meetings, which again tells me that travel is important. The Raiders start off with a big win. Get ready, Raider Nation. Get excited. Take those points because it could be close, but Raiders plus 3 is my fourth pick. And now for my final and last pick of the podcast. Guess what? Let's make it a clean sweep with five underdogs in week one. I'm going to take the St. Louis Rams plus four. Now, the Rams are hosting the Seattle Seahawks, and everybody knows the Seattle Seahawks are one of the best teams in the NFL, and there is no doubt in my mind that they will be good again this year, but the Rams are a very good home team, okay? The home team has dominated this series, whether it's straight up against the spread, but against the spread especially, which is really what you care about when you're betting on the NFL, okay? I know they're not going to have Todd Gurley. That's okay. He's going to make this offense better when he does show up, but what they will have is Nick Foles under center. He is a vast improvement to any quarterback that they've ever had. I, I won't say ever had. How about closely? Look, Sam Bradford was good. We all know he was a decent quarterback, but he was never healthy. Nick Foles is healthy. Nick Foles is playing somewhere where he wants to play, where they want him to play, which is good news. Rams coach Jeff Fisher, how about this? Career record as an underdog, 95 and 67 against the spread. That's a 59% cover rate. That means he knows how to motivate his team as an underdog. The Seahawks have a lot of issues to clear up. They're still trying to get their offensive line together. Everybody sees that Jimmy Graham pickup and they say, well, they're going to be better. They got Jimmy Graham on offense. Look, if you can't block, you're not going to be good. Period. End of story. But what I'm really worried about is this Seattle Seahawks second. Everybody's talking about Legion of Boom. I get it. No Cam Chancellor. He's a holdout. Byron Maxwell, he's gone. He's a, matter, he's a member of the Philadelphia Eagles right now. The players they are getting back are not healthy. This is a vulnerable team right now. 
week one is the time when vulnerable teams have the biggest issues. And, oh, by the way, going on the road is never easy in week one. Why? Because the other team is excited. The other team is ready to go. They know exactly what's going on. But, of course, the public doesn't see that. 66% of the betting public is on the Seattle Seahawks. How about Seahawks? 1-4 against the spread in their last five games on turf. 1-4 against the spread in their last five meetings in St. Louis. Home team, as I mentioned, they dominate this series. How about this 4-0 against the spread in the last four meetings? Everybody talks about Seattle's home field advantage, but not too many talk about the fact that the Rams have a good home field advantage. Here we go. The Rams keep this close. Do I think it, they win? I'm not going to go out on a limb and say that, but I think they take. I think it's very close. So take the points. I'm seeing four points. Make sure you get that four. Getting over that three points is very, very crucial. And there you go. That'll do it for the first episode ever of Chasing Ball Game. I gave you headlines to ignore. I gave you the real headline. I gave you a trend to pay attention to this week in the NFL. I gave you information out the wazoo. And most importantly, I gave you information on how to become a chaser. I also gave you money, right? Sign up today with betonline.ag. Score a 75% bonus, and you can bet on this week's NFL with that. Remember to use the promo code COST, C-O-S-T-75. COST75, and get up to $1,000 worth of sportsbooks bonuses just for listening. I'm going to try to do that to you guys every show. I love giving you guys this kind of information. I can't wait to hear from you. Make sure you hit me up. Again, thanks for stopping by the very first episode of Chasing Ball Game. I promise you that the first one is just the start of great things to come, and it won't be as good as the ones to come. It will only get better. If you'd like to become an official chaser, be face featured on this podcast, please drop me a line again at chasingballgame at gmail.com, or as always, follow me on Twitter at chasingballgame. I give out great information on Twitter all day long, especially about the NFL. I love football. I love college football too. You'll hear some of that. But in the meantime, please enjoy your football Sunday. Enjoy the kickoff of week one. And remember, keep chasing that information. Have a great day, everybody.